everyone, and welcome to this episode of Root of the Matter. I'm Thomas Capps. Our veterans put everything on the line for our great nation and freedoms. But when they return home after serving, many veterans feel lost and unsure what's next. The Tennessee chapter of the Farmers Veterans Coalition is working to change that, though. I recently spoke with the president and vice president of the FVC of Tennessee, Jennifer Durant and Chris Pedwells, about their mission. We started by covering what FVC is and what they do. The national um, FVC organization, their mission is to mobilize veterans to feed America. So in Tennessee, the way we apply that mission is we're trying to connect veterans in Tennessee who are new farmers with each other first, that's Chris's passion, and then with resources. So maybe that's land or funding or grant opportunities or marketing. There's a whole bunch of things that veteran farmers need to get started. So our job is to connect them with all those things. And I'm sure that is a big need. You hear so many times that when veterans, when they come back from war, come back from service, that they don't always know what to do. And and um, we've spoken with, with other organizations and other people who are kind of trying to do the sim- a similar thing to y'all. I mean, farming is a good uh, venue for, for military, retired military people to go into, right? Right, absolutely. It's a self-starting field. Veterans know how to do that. What's tricky about it, though, is that farming is a little bit isolating. And so using farming as therapy is something that people talk about, but farming for real isn't really therapy. (laughs) It's a little bit quiet. And so having each other to talk to is important. Well, that, and I also feel that when you put uh, a veteran in a situation where they have to provide for themselves again like they have in the military by putting their hand in the dirt, that kind of changes their mentality a little bit. And for people who have PTSD and, and all that other good stuff, it kind of changes their mentality for that 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes or however long that they're doing it. And it makes their day better. And that's my passion is trying to get them to be able to do that and get something out of it more than just farming and mobilizing um, and feeding America. So, so logistically, how, how does that work? Do, do farmers come to you all? Do you all reach or veterans? Do you all reach out to veterans, or they reach out to you? How exactly does it work to to get veterans connected with with y'all's organization? There's a few different streams. Um, National has a fellowship fund that they provide, and they also give away tractors. So a lot of people are attracted to FEC because of that, which is okay. When somebody comes and and registers for FEC and we find out that they're in the state of Tennessee, then the national entity lets us know that they're there. There are also people who we meet at events like this, the Farm Bureau Conference, who don't even realize that FEC exists. One thing that is important is that you can be a member of Farmer Veteran Coalition even if you're not a farmer and even if you're not a veteran. So if you support veterans or farmers, then you can be a member. And we meet a lot of people who just want to be involved in the work we're doing. And do they have to live in, in Tennessee to, uh, to get connected with you all? or as, as far as Tennessee, they do. But there's 26 chapters within the United States that National has. So there are other entities within other states that are, do the same thing that we do. They're just a different chapter within the same, same um, organization. So how are you all funded? I'm, I'm sure it takes a lot of resources to do something like this. How do you get funding and how do, how do you make this happen? 
We are not very well funded. We're actively looking for funding streams right now. Um, we've recently established our own checking account, and we're an approved nonprofit, 501c3. And so we're starting um, an opportunity on our website where people can make donations directly. We also apply to funding for grants, but we need grant writers. So it's kind of tough, to be honest with you, as a young chapter. We're only two years old, and half of that was COVID. And so we're working right, really hard right now to build partnerships and funding streams. So if people want to get involved and they want to help, what's the, the best way to get in contact with you all and, and get involved? You can go to our website, which is fectn.org, or you can email us directly at info at fectn.org. So two years into it, big, big picture, what are your hopes and dreams? What, what do you hope to, to turn this thing into someday? I'm glad you asked that question. That's our passion. <laughs> we have a big plan. We want Tennessee to be where people come to learn to farm. Hopefully that's all the veterans who want to learn to farm. You don't have to stay in Tennessee. We'd love it if you do. But if you want to learn to farm in Kansas and you want to learn how to do cattle or corn or garden vegetables or even urban farming, you can do all that in Tennessee because of the diversity of the state. So we want Tennessee to be the destination for new veteran farmers. And it sounds like, like you all definitely have a background, perhaps, with maybe military and, and agriculture. What, what, what's your background and what kind of brought you to this point to, to want to start this chapter and, and be involved with this? I've, uh, I've been with the uh, um, farming for pretty much my whole entire life, so that, that gives me that background. I spent seven and a half years in the military, in the Army, so you know, putting those two together. And then my, my passion is also helping veterans. So having all that put together is is really brought this organization we've taken this organization this year quite quite a bit leaps and bounds ahead of where it has been but we've got a lot of good people that have helped us this year um, we've put a lot of people in place to help us and that really has spearheaded the the uh, um, drive to make this a better organization we've got a long way to go but right now we are leaps and bounds ahead of where we were this time last year Yep, I agree. My background is a bit reversed from his. So I joined the Navy when I was 18. I enlisted and then became a pilot. I was in the Navy for 21 years. Um, my connection to farming is mostly through gardening. I've got two young boys, and when I started feeding them tomatoes and they told me they didn't taste right, that sounded a little strange. So I started growing my own. Um, and that's, that's kind of where my passion is, is getting kids into farming. And as the guest speaker in there was talking about it, unless you've actually served, you don't understand fully. And, and even from agriculture, unless you're in it, you really don't understand that either. So, and, and definitely military and farming, crucial to our way of life and, and really the, the survival of our nation, right? Absolutely. One of the things that um, they asked in there of Jay was why he started to serve, why he wanted to serve in the first place. And I, it made me think back to when I joined. I wanted to do something that matters, and farming matters. So it's a natural fit for a veteran, I think. It is. Um, I'm a third generation um, military army. Um, we've actually had four generations. My oldest son um, also served in the military. So that kind of put me in mind of when I got out of, out of high school, it, the opportunity to go and serve. Um, I enjoyed my time, uh, but I've also enjoyed farming. And the two putting, them, putting the two together has really helped me uh, post military so uh, it gives me something to do but it also gets my mind off of some certain things that have happened in the past so it it really does help in in, in far as mentally and physically 
And now you get to take those two and combine them together with this organization, right? So fun. It's so fun. <laughs> it's a gift to lead it. it. It really is, and I enjoy the camaraderie that we have. That's something that we talk all the time about is the camaraderie that we have is, is being in the military. I mean, she was Navy, I was Army. It doesn't matter. <laughs> we Navy. Still, it, whatever. <laughs> Be, beat Navy this weekend. But we are uh, – um, it, it's something that we enjoy, the camaraderie between us. We miss that. Um, there's only 2% of the military, the civilian population has actually served in the military, and then you've got about 2% of the people that are actually farming today. So you take those numbers and try to combine them, and it's next to nothing that you know that you have actually farmer veterans, you know, that are combined doing the the agriculture side of it. So it's it's a passion that I think will turn into something that is going to be really, really good for the state and the, and the United States of America as itself. But really, I think we're pushing for Tennessee. Um, but I think we're going to, we can take this to the next step. I really believe we can. Well, thank you all so much for talking with me for a minute. And uh, thank you for what you all are doing. And thank you both for your service.